Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Hello, and welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, the show that dives into the wreckage that is... Post-Apocalyptia. I'm your host, Vince. This is episode 17, and I'm also here with... Your role-playing boy, Declan. Hey, buddy. What's up? I only talked to you, like, 20 minutes ago. What's up? (laughs) No way. How are the kids? You know, I still haven't seen them, because Karen won't let me see them. Great. But we just got done playing the beta. It was... First night for PlayStation. It was incredible. And I want to talk about it. I have some notes. Oh, of course. I didn't take notes. I was too busy trying to build the best hunting rifle I could in four (laughs) hours. That was a fucking endeavor. I just couldn't find nuclear material for the scope. It was killing me. But (laughs) let's actually talk about our topics for the week. So this week's bit of lore is about centaurs, a mutant man's best friend. Centaurs are mutated creatures. They are the result of experimentation with FEV gone horribly, horribly wrong. Uh, on the West Coast, the New California or New California, and uh, the Mojave Waste created by the master by throwing dogs, cats, humans, and other types of animals into FEV vats and seeing what would come out. Gross. Provided rapid and unpredictable mutations. Resulting centaurs can look vastly different from each other. Most look humanoid. This is uh, taken... Directly from the wiki on centaurs, on the West Coast centaurs. Physically, these creatures are around the size of a bear with large, misshapen torsos and six humanoid arms that serve as legs. A cluster of wriggling, fleshy tentacles bloom out from the underside, scrabbling at the ground. They're just yucky. Yeah. Branching from their front halves are a pair of long, thick necks with a canine head on the right and a human head on the left. And they're only found on the West Coast. Hmm. Now, for the Capital Wasteland centaurs... Uh, the created, more tame version, if you would. Surprisingly, if you look at what the, uh, the, the, the sprites, I guess, for Fallout 1 are for centaurs, they're terrifying. Yeah, they're the worst. <laughs> centaurs in Fallout 3 are just... Did you ever play that fish... Or you ever see that fish game that was on, like, a Sega... I think Saturn? That it was, like, Leonard yeah. Nimoy? Yeah, 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 They just look like that with bodies. <laughs> I guess. Like, the, the, the Capital Wasteland are uh, created by infection... Created by being infected with the FEV super mutant virus in Vault 87. Uh, this type of... Or, and this is another direct reference from the thing the, the from the wiki the type of centaur this type of centaur retains the hands hands arms and the human like head of its two-headed cousins unlike the two-headed version however it has long tentacle like tongues that come out of its mouth <laughs> 
instead of uh, feelers on its back, and it's fucking terrifying, and it shoots at you with a fucking sick goopy goop that gets you from across the map, and you're like, what am I being shot by? But you know why I wanted to talk about centaurs for this episode? Why is that? Because the beta just came out, and one of the first things we did is saw a three-headed possum. <laughs> You're right, yeah. I And I wrote the lore down for the week before we got to play the beta, so it was more of just like, everything's irradiated, why not just do more radiation shit? Yeah, you're right. So, uh, backstory, I guess, I was freaking out before the beta went live, because I wasn't sure if I had everything set up. Kyle, special, uh, special guest Kyle... Special Guest Kyle didn't know if his thing was going to be ready, and Special Guest Kyle's beta wasn't ready until much later into the show, or uh, much later into the the actual playing, and then we had another friend of ours, Taylor, jump in uh, for a little bit with us. So we had a full gang. If you actually go on our Twitter, you'll see the pictures. Um, you'll see my... You'll see my Vault Dweller card. You'll see Declan and I's character outside of Greenbrier, which isn't Greenbrier. It's called, like, White Pine or White Springs? White Springs. And then you'll see the four of us outside of White Spring. And uh, especially because Kyle uh, is playing as um, his character, Dr. Victor Stein, who you'll see, you'll you'll hear sometimes at the end of our, our show, there'll be a, a holotape by Dr. Stein, who is uh, one of Ron Gulman's leading, top leading scientists for uh, Ron Gulman's company. I am... Uh... I'm playing as a character that you will likely be hearing about in a future nuclear family. And that's all I have to say. Most likely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a fucking time playing this this beta. An absolute, just wonderful, magnificent time. It was just like all of the good feelings that I could think of. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even though things were a little bit like buggy and, yeah. uh, and glitchy at times... It didn't really matter because I was playing Fallout with my fucking friends. Yeah. And like, I actually go, go it was on. just so incredible. It was just so cool. I actually have a list of some things that I'd like to go over with you and get like an idea. Yeah. Of what uh of what you'd like to say. Uh first, I don't know how many times you watched that intro video where it's like when the bombs fall and or after the fallout settles, we must rebuild. Not yeah. just not just the infrastructure, but the hearts and minds of the American people. That one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watched that probably about 70 times. Really? And I watched it today with the game in front of me, and I still got chills. I think it's because it was like, oh, I'm going to play it now. I had chills. Yeah, I, I got chills watching it, because I was like, you know what? Yeah, I yeah. do get to do that right now. Just, uh, it's just, it's like, it's like one of those, it's one of those things that, like, I don't think will ever dissipate for me, that it's... Like, every time we get a new Fallout game, I'm like, fucking yeah. Like, I'm just so ready to rock. Another thing I've noticed, um, the Pip-Boy is fucking beautiful. Yeah, the model's very pretty. But you can't cycle through, and this is something so stupid, you can't cycle through the way you can on the Pip-Boy in Fallout 4. Like, you can use the, the bumpers or the triggers, I don't even know. L1, like L1, or L1, R1, I can just sit there and spam that and go through all of the menus, but in this one, I can only go from the first menu to the fourth menu, and I couldn't go for like 1, 2, 3, 4, 1. I had to go 1, 2, 3, 4, 3, 2, 1. I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah, and I know that's so stupid, but it's just something I noticed. 
Yeah, just a little little design. Uh, like whether whether it's intentional or not, it is to be confirmed. But it's just yeah. little things like that. I all around thought that the controls were generally better. Uh, yeah, the fighting felt super satisfying, and it's yeah. it's barely like they changed anything. But I found uh, um, the true real time vats is where it's fucking at. You like it? I do. I, I didn't play, I only shot like two things in Vats, and even when I did it, even though Fallout 4, everything still moves, I still had the urge to put the controller down for a second and like get a drink. To, but Yeah, like if you're in your Pip-Boy, the world is still going around you. You're, there's yeah. no escape. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, um, I don't know if you've, yeah, you've played Fallout VR. Oh. Um, with that, the world's always moving too. Yeah, that should be an option in the next game, like the next mainline, like Fallout yeah. 5, or Fallout, like, Louisiana, or whatever. The lighting. The, let's talk about the lighting. Ooh, is that pretty? Everything, like, even when you're in the vault and it's dark, even the places where it's dark, like, we were at a, we were at a motel. Remember that motel where we, like, spent way too long? And you yeah, were like, yeah, I yeah. have to craft this weapon. Or no, where we found the possum, which wasn't far. Yeah, um, the, uh, down near Sutton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I remember we were like, I was in there and I was going, it's so fucking dark in here. And like, when you're outside, like when you're outside in the world, when you're outside in the world, everything is so pretty. Like we're walking around and it's like fall. Like there's all shades of like yellow and orange and, and like brown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, it's the most lush fallout game we've ever had. Oh my God. We got to fucking white spring and there's like grass, like real ass grass. There's real grass on a golf course. I was like, what the fuck is this? And let me tell you, if you haven't gone to White Springs, fucking don't. <laughs> yeah. Because no, we went there and we were there. like level four and we just got like shit on. No, go there to look around. Go, go there, there to look around. Don't, don't go there, go there cause trouble like us. Things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, I, I, you got pissed off because you sold all your shit so you could buy like a suit of armor and then you bought it and you couldn't even wear it. And I was like, Declan, oh, <laughs> and then somebody i think it was taylor that we were playing with or maybe special guest kyle he said that somebody stole something and then all of a sudden i see two police protectrons walk in and i went oh look the police are here and you come out of nowhere and just go fuck 12 <laughs> <laughs> and i wasn't i wasn't expecting it you just go fuck 12 and i'm just like wait why i mean yeah fuck 12 but why fuck 12 and you're like because i just got scammed and i was like Declan, you want to you want to sh- like give it to the man and you're like yeah so we just started shooting robots and then we and got then I shot died. on by like a billion assaultrons yeah they're like level 40 yeah so i have here in my notes it says Declan slash disgusting with a question mark disgusting i'm trying to think of where we were that you would have said something disgusting maybe it's just that i'm disgusting if it's, i mean do you want to talk about that no not really Okay. Uh, no, I mean, um, maybe like it was disgusting as in an exclamatory, like in a good way. Like, gross no, because I would have wrote, I would have wrote like disgusting, but I wrote disgusting. Oh yeah. There's like piles of meat that go bad. Oh, did like, you find, did you find like, that? Gross. Yeah. yeah. Like if you kill a raider or like if you kill anything and you stick around too long, the bodies decay into like these just meat piles and it's generally just actually gross. Oh, that's what squishy. that was from? Yeah. Ugh. They're just, like, squishy and gross, and there's, like, flies all over the place. It's so vividly gross. That's awesome. Yeah. You also said the syringer. 
was like yeah, the way cooler. Looks like way cooler. I like how it has like a patina to it, that like greenish rusted color. Yeah. The loading screens I really liked. Yeah, the loading screens I think were really nice. I, I like how it was, uh, Taylor said that some of them were pictures that we had already taken in-game. Which I think is brilliant. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool idea. Uh, but a lot of them are just landscapes with, like, little tips, but it's better than, I think it's better than having a blank background that I can rotate in-game models of things. I would like to ask you a question to see if you noticed something, because I did. Because okay. I fucking love level design and world building. Despite you having, being disconnected for server issues, how many actual loading screens did you encounter uh getting on getting off going into Greenbrier. that's it yeah and i i wanted to make a point of that and i didn't write it down actually yeah that, the entirety uh, of the wasteland is like one supercell and goddamn i don't know how they got it to actually run there's probably going to be another one because there's i know there's at least one more vault we can go to Oh, yeah, there's definitely a couple for, like, the big places. Yeah. There's going to be cells, but, like, for Well, most... maybe not, because there's a couple vaults in Fallout 4 that you don't have to... Like, when you go to that vault that Nick Valentine's in... Yeah, you, you go through right like in. you Yeah, you go through, like, the whole first floor. But, like, I'm sure... Like, Greenbrier's a big place. Yeah. And I'm oh, sure my God. Oh, yeah. There are other, like, big indoor complexes. I'm sure, like, the silos are going to be uh, these big things. But for the most part... They made the buildings in uh, in a, such a way that they're a part of the main cell, and there's no loading screen. Actually, speaking of things that are huge, I wanted to make a very, very valid point. And it's not – I'm sorry. I don't want that to think like I wasn't listening to you. I was. No, no, no. Go ahead. I uh, Just before I forget, um, the scale of everything. It's ginormous. Like walking through Greenbrier, Greenbrier has like a whole section of it that's like a strip mall. Yeah. And like those those halls are huge. And then we got past a um the fuck is it called? We got past a uh help me out here. The golf course? Not the golf course. It was before that. It was uh like telephone wires. Yeah. Uh and like phone lines and shit and like these radio beacons and everything is just so huge. And it, it the I the like, mountains that you can scale and not in a in a Skyrim, oh, you can scale that mountain kind of way, but like it's actually like the terrain is interesting. Yeah, yeah, and like you were going on the road, and I was like, "What are you doing? Let's cut through the mount, 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 mount. I want to be a mountain mama." <laughs> so when we left the vault, I don't know about you, but I thought it was very lackluster. The vault itself, like leaving the vault, it wasn't special to me. Um, the actual act of leaving the vault wasn't quite as special as it's been in past. The three minutes after leaving the vault was. Just kind of raw elation. Like, I immediately, like, I immediately found this little shack that, despite being right outside the vault door, no one else on my server had even found. Yeah. And I was just exploring it and picking up, like, pieces, and I'm, like, exploring how the new systems work for customizing weapons. And I'm like, this is right here under everyone's nose, and I'm the one that found it. Yeah. Well, that happened when we went to the Mothman. And, yeah, the Mothman. We were the first people on the server to get to the Mothman. Like... I like the fact that the servers aren't necessarily that big. Mm-hmm. And but at the same time when you do see, see when you do see someone, it feels good. It feels like it makes sense for me to see them. And like one of the coolest things about leaving the vault and there being other people around is that I had an actual sense of survival. Okay. Where like in Fallout 4 and any of the other Fallout games really, 
I am kind of just this demigod that walks amongst all the scrubs of the wasteland because I'm not playing against a person. Mm-hmm. In this, I'm actually playing against people that are presumably smart and know what they're doing. So they're going to be after all of the good loot. They're going to know where to look. They've played a Bethesda game before. They're not stupid. Yeah. It's not like everything's perfectly laid out on a silver platter for me. It's a whole damn buffet that everyone has to take from. Huh. I don't and know. I, really, I, kinda, I liked that. I left the vault and my kind of first thought, my th- first thought was kind of like, all right, how do I get in with you? Yeah. I which like, I just kind of teabagged with process. people. Yeah. It was so easy. I was just like, join Declan. All right, I'm here. Yeah. It was great. I, I think leaving the vault for me was very lackluster. It was very anticlimactic. I always, that's my favorite part about any Fallout game is you leaving the vault and being exposed to this new world that has all these things you can go and explore, right? And I just didn't feel it. I didn't get that. You kind of, you kind of leave the vault and it's just like, and then you're done. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right, that could have been better. The view's okay. Actually, I kind of thought the view was shitty, to be honest. Uh, I thought it looked like a shitty watercolor painting when I first got out. Uh, but that also could have been just because it's a beta and they're trying to stress the fuck out of it so they can see what the ser- what what it can actually do. Could also be my internet. Could also be a myriad of reasons. I just thought it wasn't oh, yeah, the yeah. best looking thing when I got out. Like I will have been spoiled as of recent. I've been mm-hmm. replaying Fallout Four on PC with like Uber mods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've and I've been uh playing on my new monitor so it looks fucking beautiful oh, so yeah. i get out of the vault and I, it's locked at 30 frames on playstation that's running at 1080p upscaled to 4k so it doesn't really look good because it's just 1080p that's blurred and it was just like oh i wish this was like visually appealing again <sighs> I, like, that's I, why i wish cl- uh, cross play would be a thing because i would play on pc because i know my rig can handle running it at 4k yeah and then you could just play with us yeah that would be the ideal yeah honestly what i hope is that your character is stored on bethesda's servers and not psn Ooh, because that way i can play in my own time when no one else is around and progress my character on my pc and then when i want to play with you i'll just hop on playstation knowing playstation though yeah they're gonna probably cuck it yeah i'm not a Fortnite person at all but I know Fortnite did that. If you signed in to any other account or if you had – you couldn't sign – like if I – say I went over a friend's house about an Xbox and I wanted to sign into my Fortnite account, I couldn't yeah. because it was on PlayStation. But if I had an Xbox account and signed into PlayStation, I could never get that account back. It is now a PlayStation account. Yeah, and that's some shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I still have this problem from Fallout 3 whenever I see the the, the quick menu drop down for loot instead of going – you know how like 3 was like you running through someone's pockets – yeah. And instead of you, like, going through someone's pockets and four, it was like, this is what's in the pockets, take what you want. Yeah. I still have the urge every time I run pockets to hit B, or hit circle, to get out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm, I'm like, this, I've been playing Fallout 4 since 2015, it's 2018, like, uh, three years later, two games in, and I still have this problem. It's just one of those things that I noticed. It's the muscle memory that you will never lose. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I opened up the map the first time, and I thought the game was going to crash on me. Really? Why? Yeah, the game just stopped working for like a good 30 seconds. It was probably thinking about all the shit that it had to load. No, absolutely. I'm just saying, this is just stuff that I wrote down as notes it's just that I wanted to. Yeah. I joined you, it was easy as pie, like I said before. I, I literally, you you hold, either you hold, yeah, I found out for social interaction, hold the start button, and it'll show online, 
in your party or in your team and your friends that are online. And I literally went to you and went join Declan. Click there. He was right next to me. We met on a road. And I went, okay, cool. Um, And then you punched me in the face. Yeah, and then we punched each other for like 20 minutes. Another thing that I thought was kind of uh, something that I liked was that you are forced to play on Pacifist until level 5. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't even get that to work. I mean, at the same time, maybe, it, like, level 5 is, that's an inclusive statement, where once you hit level 6, you're no longer level 5, then you can do it, right? Oh, I didn't think of that. So, um, once you basically, basically you have to level up a little bit and learn how to play the fucking game before you can start PvP. And I kind of like that, so that way there's no one camping the vault for brand new people to come out and just murderizing them. Well, there's a few places that are, like, PvP no-go zones. Yeah, but, like, the trolls will find a way. Oh, yeah, there's, yeah, definitely. Like, I want to know how mines work. Like, if I throw a mine down in, in like, a hallway, right? Like, say I'm, I'm fighting some Scorched. And I'm just yeah. like, oh shit, there might be some behind me. Let me throw a mine down. And say there's none behind me or none, none come after me from that direction. And 25 minutes later, Declan walks in and goes, oh shit, I haven't been here before. Let me go exploring. And you walk in and poof, this mine goes off. Like, is that unintentional PvP? Um, That's actually an interesting question. Like I would after- assume that that damage is as a result of your action. So it would count as you doing damage. Okay, well, say you've made a character who has a lot of, like, really good stats into explosives, and that goes off, and it does, like, like Final Fantasy 999 damage, right? (laughs) And drops you. Yeah. Does that mean you're all of a sudden uh, a criminal, a wanted killer because of that? I don't think, uh... Like, whose fault is it in that situation? You for walking into it and not minding where you're walking, or the person throwing, like me, throwing the mines going... Fuck it. And just tossing out mines like frisbees. I don't really know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the thing I was thinking of. Just the thing menu. I want to talk about. Okay. Let me hear and it. It's the goddamn music. I oh, love it. I hope it. you were going to wait a second. I have a whole thing for it. Oh, do you? No, go on with it. We can jump around. The music is incredible. And Son. I am so feeling gratified because um, when I host Fallout D&D, I've had a Fallout um, adjacent music playlist that I've been building for years at this point. And a bunch of songs from that playlist are in the game, and I'm just like, yeah, I knew that that was a Fallout song. There was there was two two moments, two quick moments. Uh, I for, we were it was the four of us. I think everybody was there. No, it was the three of us. It was I you, me, and special guest say. Kyle, and we were going through some like camp. And all of a sudden, the Beach Boys came on, and I like I yelled out loud. I was like, it's the fucking Beach Boys. <laughs> I was so excited about this band that I I know two songs about and I only know them from like Full House and because <laughs> uh the one guy I can't think of his name the one guy was like good friends with Charles Manson and the Beach Boys wound up covering one of Charles Manson's songs. I do recall that. See, I thought you were going to tell the story about when it was we were walking down the road and then you just heard Oh, that one too. And we all lost it. And we're like, it's, it's the song. It took you long enough to get it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Sandman. You know holy what, shit. You know what kind of sucks though? <laughs> what? I heard, I heard but the bum, 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 bum. And my first thought was gravy. <laughs> I was just like, oh, no. oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's funny. 
<laughs> like, I'm not even a big Young Gravy fan, but that was the first thing I thought of, just Gravy. I just thought of, like, no shit, they actually got it. Yeah, finally. You, you have a perk called Sandman. Mr. Sandman perk. Like, what is yeah. it called? It's What's uh, the official Sandman. Name? Is it the official perk? It's officially called Mr. Sandman? Yeah. That song is fucking... We all freak the fuck Another out when that came I would I freaked out about was uh, Jukebox Saturday Night. Because I've had you, that on my Fallout playlist for basically ever. You, you, uh, you knew it right away. Yeah. I, uh. Because I was humming it and I was like, wait a second, I'm not listening to my Spotify playlist. <laughs> this is in the game. No, they, they truly do have a keen ear for music. They really, really do. They really do. It's, uh, it's just, it's incredible, like, what they find in, like, a lot of shit that, like, you would never think of. They must be, like, the sole fucking benefactor for the descendants of the ink spots they they have to own the rights to those songs at this point oh just like totally own them out. just just buy them flat out it'd be cheaper to buy them flat out than to license them for every game i would imagine yeah Uh, okay here's something stupid that i loved country roads came on yep and all four of us sang country roads together and like, it is the anthem of the game. No, it is, but it was just like such a wholesome moment. Like I had a big doofy smile on my face and like, I just got chills and I was like, this is, this is, I, this, this, I wanted this and I never knew I wanted this. Yeah. Was, was a multiplayer Fallout game and like now we have it. It in was, fact, just kinda... I remember when we were in high school and I brought it up, you were against it. Was I? Explain, because I don't remember this. Because you, from the get-go, are always like, Fallout is about being lonely. It would defeat the purpose of the entire game. Huh. Yeah, you were totally against it. Because I was like, Mem- what if Fallout 4, the trailer just came out, I was like, what if Fallout 4 is multiplayer? And you're like, no, that there would be never, there would never be a multiplayer Fallout game. Huh. I don't remember that, but look how things have changed. Yeah, it's incredible. So here's a question for you then, because we were all pretty happy playing the game. Does the atmosphere seem too happy to you so far? Um, I don't think so. Okay, can I explain why I feel like it's a little too happy? Sure. Three, everything is bombed to fuck because it's the capital of a, of, of a super nation, right? Yes. Fine. New Vegas is... You can see that it's starting to be rebuilt into what it formerly once was, uh, but there's also a huge kind of overwhelming feeling of everything and nothing is being done at the same time because the the two biggest factions keep fighting with themselves. And four has this kind of optimistic, pessimistic view of things. Like everything's kind of dark in its own way, but at the same time, it's like, this is the start of how we rebuild from here on out. Yeah. This one is right after the bombs drop. And Granted, we didn't touch the story whatsoever, and I don't think we're going to touch the story until the game actually comes out. Agreed. We're just going to look around and craft shit and just kind of look at grass and whatever. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Just Some of it just seemed a little too happy. Like, like, And I know that's such a fucking nitpick, but I think the whole being in the vault and leaving the vault part could have been a little better. I, I, I like how it's you're in and you're out. It was real quick. And especially yeah. if you've watched, like, when I, I've watched a couple videos about being in the vault, and once I actually get the game, I'll sit there and I'll read notes and I'll flip through things and I'll do this and I'll do that and I won't forget my, my cards. But I, uh, I don't know. It was just, it was just kind of like, maybe just cause I was so happy to be playing it. Yeah. It was, just I was like, like a this good is... vibe sesh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the way that I see it is, it's not so much that it's too happy. But it leaves you with an optimistic taste in your mouth because of you're made to feel like 
listen, this is what you've been waiting for. Yeah. This is your duty, and you're going to quite literally rebuild the fallen world. Yeah. And and it's it, it's a it leaves you with a duty, a mission, and it is meant to be optimist. It's meant to meant to induce optimism. I didn't think of it like that. Yeah, at least that's how I I registered it. I mean, of course, when we touched the story, I did uh, I watched someone play the first like one or two quests. You fucking whore! Without me, I didn't do it with. I didn't do it. Wow! I can't believe you just do that to me like that. Well, there's doing somebody dirty, and there's that. You're right. But, um, it was Oxhorn. I'm gonna rat him out. Oxhorn, come on the podcast. Yeah, come on, dude. Uh, um, but, like, I saw the first, uh, like, quest, first, and I think that the second quest, and there are some, like, relatively dark undertones to, uh, to what's going on. I well, think we yeah. were just, we just went in and we were, like, the essence of Mr. Sandman. Just, like, upbeat singing and running around shooting yeah. shit. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, you know what? You saying that actually. It's the closest thing I've ever had to having a multi-person experience within Fallout. I don't. I think I've told this story before. I went to a friend of the show, Stephen. Hey, Stephen. I went to his house, and I must have been in like seventh or eighth grade. And he was like, "Hey, man, I'm having a bonfire at my house," and I barely knew him at the time. And I was like, "All right, I'll I'll come if I can, whatever." And I got there, and somehow we started talking about Fallout, and uh, someone started singing "Let's Go Sunnin." And all of us, like, 12 dudes started singing Let's Go Sunnin'. I mean, it's so good for you. It's great. But it was just, like, that, that, because we all started singing together and, like, playing the game. And it just kind of brought me back to that. Like, I'm even, I'm even, like, re- re- retelling these stories that happened not even an hour ago. And I'm, like, a big fucking stupid smile on my face the whole time. Of course. And I, I mean, like, I'm kind of here to say I told you so, so not to you. But to everyone out there that's like, oh, Fallout 76 is going to suck. Like, yeah, I feel like it's doomed is not the right word. It's not doomed to be successful, but it's it's destined. It was destined for success because it's just what we needed. Yeah, it's it's a breath of fresh air into it's a breath of fresh air into something that's not necessarily dead, but something that is just like it's it's like, do you really need that new car or do you want it just because like. You can afford it right now. Fallout 76 is new car smell. Yeah. But I, I, I don't <laughs> like that analogy because the new car smell fades. Yeah. And I don't like, I don't think going into this game, you should say like, this is a Fallout game because it is a Fallout game and it feels really much like a, I don't even know if that's a, that's a phrase really much, but it feels so much like, like a Fallout game and you're playing like and you're injury. like, yeah. And you're just like, this isn't, oh, it's, it's, it's. I don't know how else to explain it. I really don't. The hit detection's off. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that right away. I think that's your internet because I experienced some pretty good hit detection. Really? Yeah. I didn't feel any feedback when I hit things. Like, I've been playing... I told you I was playing a melee build in Fallout 4, like, a week ago. Yeah. And every time you would hit something, there had, like, a nice sense of feedback. Since we were all level 1 through 5, I was using mostly a... Uh, I found, like, the devil's pitchfork. I found, like, a pitchfork that was heated. So... It was a two-handed weapon, and every time I used it, I didn't really get a lot of feedback. It was just kind of like, uh, and that was it. Um, yeah. 
Um, which I think that's going to be very dependent on your internet speed, which is kind of like, it's kind of the nature of the beast. Yeah. That your latency is tied to your internet. And that kind of sucks for people that are in low coverage areas or like countries that don't have very good internet availability. Um, with that being said, we, for it being a beta and them trying to figure everything out, we didn't really have a lot of problems. Yeah. The worst of it was us trying to, at one point you had left the game because there was a glitch that crashed it. Yeah. And, well, I, well, let me explain what it was. I had died, yeah. and then nobody came to get me up in time, so I hit rejoin group or respawn on Declan or whatever, and it wouldn't let me come back to him. So I'm sitting there going, okay, now what? So I had to, like, turn my PlayStation off twice, and then as soon as as soon as soon uh, I got back in, he got kicked out. So what we think is, is that the server was at capacity, mm. and it just wouldn't let him join because uh because the server was at capacity and when i had hit a glitch that allowed me to get kicked off he took the spot now i i got kicked out it was 745 and i didn't get back until uh 810 so So that wasn't a horrible outage but yeah but i mean i mean a little memo on the title screen like oh this server is at capacity yeah would have been great but again it's beta i can forgive these Things. Also, did you did you you crafted a lot, right? Yes, I did. You want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, I really do because I really like what they've done with it. So yeah. now crafting tables have two modes: they have craft and modify. Craft. So Minecraft too, but you can basically make something from scratch for like a lot of raw material, or you can modify like like it is in Fallout Four. Um, but the thing about modification is you need to know the recipe or have the mod in your inventory to be able to actually change your weapon. So instead of going in and saying like, oh, I just found the jackpot of a billion aluminum and adhesive and making the most boosted weapon that you can, you actually have to take the time to find the recipes. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really good. Like if you hear like a friend say, oh, you can get the, the modified, uh, pistol grip in the Mothman museum. That's a, that's a mission for me. Yeah, I want to make a really good pistol. I'm going to go get that grip because I know it's in the museum and hope that someone didn't take it already. Yeah, I feel that. I think that it's a really like I think it's solid. Also, weapon degradation is back. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But you can't repair from what I had seen. You can't repair a damaged weapon with another one from your inventory. Like in the past, you have to use the crafting bench to repair. Yeah. Which I'm into. I think that makes more sense, actually. You know what I'd really like to see? Uh, like, what's that? Say, say I have, like, a hunting rifle, right? And it looks the way a hunting rifle does, and then after 10 repairs, it's got, like, extra duct tape on it. That and would then be after, pretty like, cool. 20 repairs, and once you hit, like, 100 repairs, it's got, like, extra carvings for how many kills you have and, like, a bandana hanging off of it. I think that'd that's be really, really cool. Because it'd be, really like, cool. an amalgamation of a bunch of different parts and a, de- a bunch of different types of adhesive that had gone into it. I just... Little shit. I, I don't expect anything like that because I know it's a lot of extra work. But but that atten- that kind of attention to detail is not off-brand for Bethesda. No. Yeah, no, it isn't. It isn't. Uh, what else do I have here? Uh, so when you were modifying, did you get stuck in, in, in the crafting bench at all? Nope. Because I, I made leather armor, and making leather armor was surprisingly uh, satisfying. Like, it was yeah. just like, oh, I have this many pieces of cloth, this many pieces of leather, some screws, some other shit, and it was just like, and it was done. Yeah. 
And that was just great. It was just a great feeling of just being like, oh, good, I'm done. Yeah, like, there was kind of, like, no bullshit. Yeah, and it was just like, I didn't have armor, and now I do. So it's kind of like, you don't have an excuse to not have armor on. Yeah, and on the same vein as that with armor, uh, you can put uh, cosmetic items over armor universally. Yeah, you can have your vault suit on that has all of your armor, and then throw a suit on. So it looks like you're just wearing a suit, but you're actually getting all the perks of your vault suit with your armor yeah like right now i have the vault suit with level two uh um leather armor on all my all my body parts but over top of it i have the scout ranger uh fucking uniform to the ranger hat and uh it looks like it looks rad i just i'm really into my getup. i hate the shorts i love the shorts they're so like they're so true to what it actually looks like they really are. Just, uh, how cold is it? 35 shorts and sandals. No, I'm, I'm too old for that shit now. If it's like below 40, I'm wearing jeans. You've changed. I have changed. I've changed for the better. <laughs> I, anything else that really jumped out at you that you I'm enjoyed? just reading everything. The modify screen, whenever I would modify a weapon, had uh, this like patchy effect. This patchy, like, it almost looked like a, like a net. Was yeah, cast that's, over. that's definitely a bug. Yeah, which is fine. It's not like anything big. You said I, like, jumped down a mountain and it did an animation where I slid on my ass. Yeah. You want to talk about that? Super impressive. I was playing on, on third person trying to do that again for, like, a good 20 minutes. Really? Yeah. I was like, I'm not sure if our, any of our listeners at home are hikers or adventurers, like I consider myself. Um, But if you have, like, a steep incline, like more than than 45 degrees and you need to slide on your ass down a mountain there's a certain way that your body looks like you put like your your leg down and like you brace your arms and stuff and it's very specific and when we were like traversing a mountain to get to uh this rest stop to to loot there was a point where Vince jumped off like a rock ledge landed on a patch of dirt that was at a really extreme angle and it had looked like he had put his arms, his character had put his arms out and slid down on his side like one would. And I thought that was like so impressive looking. The animation was so tight. I didn't see it, so I'll take your word on it. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was really, really well done. I'm excited to see all the new animals. Yes. We saw the three-headed possum, which is fucking gross. No, but I'm excited to see what else. He's so fucking repugnant. Repugnant is the perfect word. He's got, like, extra pieces growing off of him, and he's just like, like, why do you need three mouths, dude? Like, you're not even cute. You're a possum. There's two more than that you need to feed. Yeah. Also, Kyle, special guest Kyle, wanted me to bring up that, uh... Food and thirst bars aren't always shown, and they're only shown when you get into the red or when it decrease when it decreases a little bit. Um, like I had dysentery because oh I was God, hungry. Trail. Yeah, I had I I was hungry and I was like I need food, so I took I think it was like mole rat meat that wasn't cooked, and it was like you have a twenty two percent chance, which I think is a great feature. It'll be like this will give you twenty five percent hunger back, but you have a twenty two percent chance of. Of getting of, uh, a disease, yeah. Getting a disease. Illness. So I had dysentery. You had like a weakened immune system, right? Yeah. I was trying I had to get something that gave. I, I took a bad version of Radex to get rid of radiation, and it gave me a minus fifty. It was a fifty percent debuff to uh, radiation resistance or something. Oh wow! It was like a laced version that I just like found <laughs> on a table. I was trying to get like. I it was, was trying to be the entire session up. too. So I wonder how long it's for. Probably till you get it fixed. Yeah. 
See, I want to know because I got crippled, but right after I got crippled, I died. I want to mm. know how long crippling lasts for because in Fallout 4, if you get crippled and wait like 10, 15 seconds, it goes away. Yeah. If you go like 15 seconds without taking damage, it's just like, okay, I can walk again. Sorry, I had a Charlie horse. Yeah. Uh, we office spaced. Remember when we office spaced that Protectron? <laughs> there was like four dudes who ran up on a Protectron, like that scene in Office Space when they beat the shit out of the printer. We all yeah. had lead pipes and we're just like, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Yeah, that was really satisfying. Yeah. Um, on the opposite, the receiving end of that, we went to, to Greenbrier and there's like a little like, um, like country club, like a series of like village houses. And, uh, each one of them had like super high leveled ghouls. And at one point there was four level 15 ghouls chasing me, a level four, and one that had like a crown on that was level 22. Jesus and Christ. I got pummeled. That's awesome. I was destroyed see that's i was trying to get out of there because we had we had major aggro pulling from all the Greenbrier robots it was before the the robots was it because yeah, i had died wait i died inside. from the ghouls did i not yeah but i had drawn their aggro and escaped their aggro because they killed me and then i spawned at Greenbrier like out front we oh, went inside no. we did shopping we fucked 12 then we came Fuck back 12. out and all the ghouls were still alive because uh, i yeah. escaped and they just kind of destroyed you and kyle yeah I have, speaking of Kyle, special guest Kyle, I have written down Kyle wearing women's clothing. Yeah, Kyle I don't know, is I don't know this- why I had to write that down, but I felt like it'd be important for posterity, so, so there's a, there's a <laughs> recording somewhere of me going, Kyle wearing women's clothing. Yeah, there you I go, buddy. It was really funny that it was actually the, the wife's, uh, clothing from yeah. the opening a Fallout 4. <laughs> Yeah. And he was playing this, like, super masculine doctor man, and he just had the wife's, uh, like, high-waisted pants on. You think of, you think of Stein as very masculine? Yeah, I would. I don't think of him as non-masculine, I just don't think of him as, uh, like, um... Like a macho man. Yeah, I just think of him as, like, a man who values brain over brawn. Which That's nothing to say against Kyle or his character. I'm just saying, from the way, because that's a a character that Kyle would play for D&D. So, I, I, I just kind of picture that character because that's the way he portrayed it yeah if that makes sense yeah i mean i'm excited to dive more into my character yeah yeah i would i'm really curious to see how your character is going to pan out because you're the only character that didn't play uh D. you're the dm so you had to make the stories up i had to make up everything in my my brain space and this character is by far my favorite that I've created. Really? Yeah, one of my favorite characters that I've created across my multiverses. Oh, she's in multiple? No, but I'm talking about of all the characters I've ever made for any oh, iteration wow. of D&D, this is one of my favorites. Or at least one of my favorite performances. Really? Yeah. Cuz that's what I that's what I kind of did with Ron. Like I run that game in in the town over with the D&D game. Yeah. And uh Ron shows up all the time and They'll be like, oh, we need work or something. It'd be like, go find Ron Goulman. And two kids have been, yeah, two kids have been playing with us for like two years now. And every time I'm like, oh, Ron's showing up. And he's like, what does Ron even do? And I was like, he's a lawyer. And they go, when the fuck has Ron ever been inside of a courtroom? I've been playing for two years and we have never taken anybody to court. And I was like, shut up. Well, if you do, you'd know that you would win. Not even that. I was like, Ron has a badge that just says like, hello, my name is plot device. Just go to him so we can move forward the story. (laughs) And speaking of tangents, this game is very distractible. Like it's, it's very, the world is so pretty. Yeah. Sucked into every little corner of it. And you and I said that at the same time. I remember 
Yeah. Like the same exact time. Like, this is so beautiful. But we, we were gonna, we were trying to get to Greenbrier or someplace just to look around and to we take our family s- photo. Yeah. And, uh, we must have stopped like four or five times. Yeah. We spent like an hour and a half at one of our tangents. Yeah. But like the, the world, the level design is incredible. Yeah. And hollow tapes are fucking like beefy three and a half minute stories. Oh, and I knew it. I knew that's how it was going to no, be. No, I, I saw footage of, of hollow tapes beforehand and it was just like, oh my God, get to it. Not that I'm saying like, I don't want to listen to a two or three minute hollow tape. I do a lot because it's going to build the world around me, but I'm also playing on a timed beta with four of my friends that are talking over each other. Yeah, I completely know what you mean. So, so um, I think the menus need work. To be completely honest, I like the way menus work when I trade with you in the sense that I can see everything, but for me to put an, an item up and for me to say I need this much money for the item or I need no money at all, I need I'll I'll sell this many or I'm looking for this or or what have you, just be like it it doesn't make sense because you and I must have spent a solid 10 minutes just trying to figure out how the menu works. See, I didn't think the menus were that bad. I, I thought for how difficult of a menu that has to be that has to exist for that functionality to work. I think they did the best they could. No, they and you know what? I haven't tried any other versions of it, so I can't say that this version is better or they could have done better or anything because I don't know. But it's a pretty solid way to do it. I like how when you look at an item, it shows you the item in full color and not in green monochrome fucking the way Fallout 4 is. Yeah. I like that it actually shows you what it looks like. You know exactly what you're getting. Yeah. And like there's different types of screws and there's different types of, of springs. Because I was like, Declan, I have a bunch of junk. You need a screw to make your, your rifle better. I'll trade it to you. And I went all the way down to S and it wasn't there. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. And you're like, no, I'm requesting loose screws and loose springs from you. And I was like, oh, so I guess that means there's tight springs or new springs. I think it just meant like misplaced as like loose, like loose change. (sighs) Oh, I didn't think of it like that. You're right. That makes a lot more sense. I'm sorry. I'm very tired. No, I totally get it. I mean, we just got off the beta and like we played the entire session it was exhausting. We got in 15 minutes early. <laughs> yeah. Let me see but, if there's anything um, else I have written down here. Okay. I think to top it off. About. Sorry? There's one more. Wait, is this like a big topper offer? Well, no, no, no. What do you want to say? I really like the inclusion that they're, the drugs are tiered. Like you could have like a diluted um, Rataway that like only does a little bit because it's like partially used. Yeah. I think that was really cool. I really like that. Well, you know, you can only have one chem active at a time. Oh, really? Yeah, so if you take Jet and then you want to take Psycho, you have to wait till for Jet to wear off. So you can't just stack, like, a billion things? No, like, you know how, like, back in the day you'd get nervous playing Fallout and go... And you just take, like, you'd eat a bunch of cheese wheels, essentially? Yeah. You you can't do that. Like, you can do that, but I don't think you get the effects. Ah. It's like PEMDAS. It just cancels each other out. Uh, so what were you gonna say fuck 12 oh i think that's that's a given when i was 11 i turned uh 13 because i don't fuck with 12 did we talk about kyle and women's clothing we did we did talk about kyle and women's clothing yes we talked about special guest kyle in women's clothing special guest kyle was in women's clothing we spoke about that 
uh, at length. Okay. <laughs> so I think to kind of top it off, because we got off a little early so we can kind of prepare for the show and get something to eat and get a drink and everything. I found... I found very, I found it very surprising all the shit that you can just kind of pick up. Yeah. That you can just kind of pick up like, uh, like there's throwing knives and tomahawks, like a bunch of shit I would have never thought would be in a Fallout game. And there's an area that I guess is mostly, it uses robots or automatons as its staff. And I found in a parking lot a bunch of protester signs that said, <laughs> uh, I, I don't, the one was saying like the blood, the blood of humans or, or something for, for robots. And then my favorite one was my dad needs a job because if I found that sign anywhere else without the two other signs, it would have been totally out of context. So my dad needs a job. Just my dad needs a job. Like I'm, I'm his, uh, I'm his resume. Excuse me. My father uh, requires employment. Just, I don't, it was just super funny. So I gave Declan a sign. I was like, yo, let's beat the shit out of each, out of each other with signs. Cause we were both level five. So we must have looked at each other in this like little bar next to green briar or white pine or whatever it's called for a good 10 or white spring for a good 10 minutes. And we beat the shit out of each other with these signs that we didn't even fucking do any damage, but it was just so much fun to beat him up and go, my dad needs a job. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it was the equivalent of, like, using a pool noodle to beat someone up. Yeah, yeah, and it did no damage. I think it did, like, 13 damage, and I had one spec into strength. So it must have did nine for you, if that. Yeah, it was just a really good experience. Oh, shit, I totally forgot about this. I should have said this earlier, uh, not to top it off. I'll top it off with this, I guess. The fucking quick wheel. As in, like, the the favorite weapons? Yeah, like, there's... If you hit down on the D-pad, it's emotes. If you hit right on the D-pad, it's a quick stim pack. If you, um... If you hit up, it's a quick... I guess it's a quick favorite menu? Yeah, if you hold up the up button, it gives you a wheel for all your favorites. Because it was, it was like, a armor and a weapon and a stim pack. And if you hit left, and this is the greatest cultural achievement since the moon landing... If you hit left, it brings up your last used weapon, which is fucking genius, especially in a survival scenario like this, because I can just say, okay, say my main weapon is a shotgun, or say my main weapon's a hunting rifle, but my backup is a pistol, I just, boom, and I'm done, and I'm there, and I'm ready to rock, and I yeah, fucking like, thought that was genius. My main was, I'm trying to main in, uh, in pistols. Yeah. Because I, they're really easy to upgrade. They are effective. And, and that pipe, uh, the pipe revolver, revolver. was yeah. so satisfying. And I hate pipe weapons. Yeah, the revolver is really good. So I'm trying to main on pistols because they're easy and plentiful. But I also need some, some hard hitting stuff. So I made a really good hunting rifle by like, for as long as I was playing, I've been getting parts to upgrade it. So whenever I would need to get a little bit of more range or more damage, I would uh, quick tap the left button and it'd bring up my hunting rifle. It was great. Yeah, it was, it was much better than, it was much better than like, you can have your weapon wheel where you can like hit up, 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 and then X, and then it would bring up a different weapon. It was just, even though that's a pretty quick response, it was just so much quicker to go bam and I'm in, and I'm in and I'm out. Like, I know what I need, I got what I got, yeah. and then I'm out. Um, I wasn't playing on PC, um, but I know that I will eventually, and, I know that I like the the number system for hotkeys, like in all the other Fallout games. Like, I know that I always have stim packs on five. I always have my shotgun on four. Okay. 
like I and I have like my own mental setup. So I would like to see if it maps properly to that. Yeah, the I fucking picked up a two-handed axe in '76. Um. Oh. Oh yeah, you did have that. That looked really cool. Oh my god! I was like, bam, bam, bam. Oh, it was so satisfying. You seem to be playing a melee build. Are you going to keep up with it? Uh, for for the beta, I think I will. But when we when we get into it, I think I'm going to really play Ron. Like really, really play Ron. So play unarmed with one pistol no 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 no. not unarmed ron has no unarmed ron is, yeah. ron has like no strength ron has i think like a two strength and on our on the D sheet he's gonna i'm gonna play mostly charisma and endurance fair so Char- you're not gonna really carry any weapons well no i'm gonna carry a pistol yeah just the one not well not just the like a singular pistol i'll probably have a hunting rifle because i'm not gonna not have a hunting rifle because that's my favorite weapon in the game yeah but like for roleplay purposes he'll have his pistol yeah like his pistol fantastic but, I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about my friend i want to talk about shane ivers yo shane ivers my boy yeah, he made Feather Duster. It's our wonderful, illustrious intro music. It's no longer the spooky music of last week. Yeah. We're back with Shane Ivers' jam. And if you want to download it, you can get it at silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. But Declan. Yes, Vince. What if the fine folks at home want to find out about what you're doing? If they want to find out about what I'm doing, which is probably homework and t- crying into my coffee, they can find me on Twitter. At Declan underscore Bian. One more time. At Declan underscore Bian. But a little slower, please. I'm, I'm a little hard of hearing. Let me let me be very clear. At Declan underscore Bian. Now you're going you're going fast, but now you're just quiet. If you'd like to find me <laughs> at the Boogans, that's at all capitals the underscore Boogans. And if you'd like to follow the show, you can find the show on Twitter at. Atomic Radio Hour. Again, that's at Atomic Radio Hour. And if you'd be so kind to join our Discord, the link will be in the description below. Uh, jump on in. There's always somebody on. There's always somebody talking. Uh, you could jump in and have a conversation with us about virtually anything. Yeah, and especially now with Fallout 76, we're going to be extra into chatting unless you spoil things if you spoil things you get an instant ban that is true and that's your warning and it's in the rules if you spoil 76 not only for myself but anybody else in the in the discord it is an instant ban you've been warned but we're not here to redo the riot act we're here to tell we're not what who i said we're not here to redo the riot act I, i don't know what that is like uh we're not here to lecture you but what is the Riot Act? Like the Riot Act of 1812? No, that that's just a, it's a saying. Who says that? Like fucking people. <laughs> what people? That it's a that's a common American phrase of in like, what the America? Riot Act. Not in my America. Jesus Christ! I've never heard anybody ever say Here's that. Here's our content for the week. Bye. No, wait, hold on. I just wanted to capture this moment. It's absolutely incredible. It's finally Reclamation Day. I mean, the party last night could have told anyone that, but... Jeez Louise. We're finally getting out of this place. I mean, I really shouldn't complain, but I'm more excited. I've never been out of this vault. 
It's just... I've seen the pictures, but it's hard to imagine what the boundless sky even looks like. I just, um, I need to get going. I, I really do. But, I don't know. I'm, it's kind of sad to hear that the vault's not going to be inhabitable anymore. Kind of like I'm leaving my home forever. I wonder what it's going to look like out there. I mean... The overseer told us to prepare for the worst, but I can't help but be hopeful. Maybe there's already people out there doing what we were meant to do. Maybe it'll be easy on us. But it could also be a disaster. I'm just so nervous but excited. I really can't explain this feeling. Well, I best get going. The vault door is going to be opening soon. Time to go rebuild America, as they always tell us. Well, wish me luck. Atomic Radio Hour.